met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Another episode of Subconscious Realms. I'm your host, General Lee, and for tonight we have one of our extraordinary returning guests joining us. Um, now, every single time we speak, this guest he is uh, he is something else. He is uh, a very talented individual, gentlemen. Please welcome back to Subconscious Realms, um, the troublemaker himself, Jonah. <laughs> now then, Jonah, you okay? <coughs> Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm all, I'm okay, thanks, please. I'm okay. Are you uh, causing trouble today? <laughs> oh yeah, always. Always, mate. Always, always. I love yeah, it. You know, you know when you when you have a certain lifestyle or whatever, you know, um, the saying like you take the white trash out of the out of the trailer park, or but you can't take the trailer park out of the white trash or whatever. Take the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely. You know, if, if things are going too good, I seem to always, uh, you know, make it wrong. <laughs> yeah, but, no, mate, I, I'm, I'm, I guess I, I swear that way myself. I like uh, I like a, a little bit of chaos. Not a lot, oh, yeah. just a bit. Oh, yeah, unless it's chaos magic being used against you, right? Chaos magic, yeah. <laughs> so. Now... Here's an interesting thing. Uh, I, I know you didn't actually show up for the uh, the one with I did with um, New York Patriot, but um, when I was talking about the obelisks and everything. Oh, well, yes, but, yes. So, um, that was, would have been the first time we spoke, actually, wasn't it? I couldn't make. No, uh, that was the one that, that we weren't able to get on. But um, we spoke after that, right? But um, what I was going to say is, when I was going through the. Um, the different obelisks all throughout the uh, you know washington rome um london and st petersburg which most people don't acknowledge right so when you have like this whole fake war going on and and st petersburg also has that uh, obelisk but um one of the ones i went over was like st peter square obviously but uh i find i found out afterwards which is interesting is that uh, the st petersburg square the obelisk itself underneath it is the the, uh, the sigil of chaos is uh, the the um uh pavement blocks sigil so, of chaos. the sigil of chaos yeah is in the is it like um it's in the stones below that uh obelisk in rome right <laughs> yeah so i found that out after that podcast with the new york patient but i was like man I wish I knew this before. <laughs> yeah. But you know, as well, John, right? I don't think people realize the extent of um, the Roman Empire. Um, what 
in the Antichrist. Yeah, everything about it is it's huge. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, look at the Vatican. Yeah, the Antichrist. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, the, the Pope, the the Pope, the office is the Antichrist, not to like um, and then like I grew up Roman Catholic or whatever. But um, my personal opinion on that, like I'm not saying anything about it, like as far as the, the belief in Christ or you know God or whatever. But with the Vatican, you know, what's the first commandment? Thou shalt have no other gods but me or whatnot. And then the Pope uh, said, the Pope who, you know, family, like families are gorgeous, set them up saying that they're the only one who can actually communicate with the, the you know, the Lord or the Savior, which is obviously a complete, um, you know, complete rebuke uh, of the, um, First commandment. So it's like, really? <laughs> That's my opinion on it. Yeah, it's a uh, funny setup. In it. I, 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 what I can't work out is why there's so um, so much paedophilia linked to the Catholic Church. Like, um, I mean, it probably does go on in other religions, but you tend to hear more more vicars, more priests that are nonces, paedophiles, and Catholic. Uh, I, I, there must be something to this. I, I would say that um, what it is, is, um, you know, that uh, the the priest class, and I'm not talking just like Catholic, I'm talking the priest class, like of all, you know, like academia, um, the judges and the, the priests at the church, you know, so that priest class is wanting to destroy Christianity or now so that they could actually build their one world Abrahamic religion at this point, right? So then they need to destroy the faith in that institution that they built up for so long, right? That'd be my opinion. Yeah, um, I mean, it's like uh, they're almost a law to the cell, aren't they? Yeah. Because any, any normal person, any normal human, would, um, well, my opinion on it all, Jonah, is if anybody touches a kid or a woman, if it's paedophile or, or raping somebody, they uh, they don't belong in this society. Yeah. I don't think they shouldn't be walking amongst us because, I mean, they're fucking everywhere, mate. I know at one point you used to be able to uh, go online and search for, um, you know, known sex offenders in, your, in where you lived in the yeah. area, which I think you should have that right as a parent, even as a non-parent, you should have that yeah. right to know who your neighbour is. Yeah. Because well, I'm fucking everywhere, mate. And you know what's just sickening? Part of everything is some of these people, mate. They'll look at their identities changed. Yeah, um, they'll do something to a kid or a woman, rape a woman, or do something disgusting to a kid, get away with it, and get a new fucking life, basically. Yeah, but the thing is, these people, mate, they're not the kind of people that change once somebody's done something like that. Probably gonna do it again. Yeah. 
Yeah, and um, what what we need to realize too is a lot of this is, um, you know, they're everywhere now because we live in a society that has intentionally destroyed all moral fabric here, you know? Um, at least that's the way I see it, right? So then, that's spot on, mate. You know, now it's kind of funny because when you brought that up, uh, you remind me of, um, again, one of your bands from uh, over in England, Combat 84. Um, and uh, it's kind of funny because they have a song called The Rapist, but um, it's like, hang on, hang on, hang on, hi. Uh, then it's like, we want stronger government, bring back capital punishment. And I hate that song, but I love it because, uh, like, I don't want any government, but every time I hear it, I'm like, we want stronger government. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> it's the only time you'll ever hear me say those words is when I'm singing that song. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's got to a point now. I don't think it's retrievable. Yeah. I mean, you fucking hell, mate. Who, who, who can honestly say that they trust the government? Well, I mean, I don't know if you've ever read uh, Thomas Paine, The Rights of Man or whatnot. Um, the Rights you know, of... The Rights of Man. It goes back to like 1600 or 1700, Thomas Paine. But even back then, you know, like, it's kind of funny because like, when it comes to like USA, I think um, that there's so much stuff in the media or whatever that says like, oh, it was designed by Freemasons or whatever. And I'm like, fuck that shit. Like, I think it was actually, it was actually true people who broke away from, you know, the previous world order. And then once they actually did enough to damage the society that those people built, now, now that they've done everything to like, you know, discredit the names of the people who actually started like the USA, right? Yeah. It's kind of funny because like, um, you know, um, everyone wants to make this whole big deal. Like, oh yeah, George Washington was Freemason. George Washington was Freemason. But then um, if you go back that far, like in the USA, there was only like three three levels in um, as far as that goes, allegedly, because Albert Pike is allegedly the one who brought it over, yeah. like to the the higher levels, and you know that would have been um, well, he would, so that would have been around the eighteen sixties because he was a uh, part of the uh, Confederate Army. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that kind of gets us into where uh, we we're going to talk today. Well, not really, because it's not Confederate, but, um, you know. Um, I think, <laughs> do you know what what, uh, what makes everything, I, I am talking, John, everything to me is fascinating because of the connections, like you say, but what we're going to talk about today, yeah. it will have connections to what we spoke of recently, previously, yeah. um, white, white supremacy. I think it... Yeah. There's a lot of connections with somebody of your talent. This is why these conversations are so fascinating because you were you were, the way you were explaining it, you connect the dots. And yeah. just listening to it, it might might not be uh, too sure on the subject. Well, you'll explain it in a way where they will be able to understand it. Yeah. Um, and for you to be able to do that, mate, that's a gift. 
Yeah, I, I think one thing with uh, myself is, uh, you know, I went through a lot of abuse and uh, we get locked up in our rooms the whole time or whatever. So I think a lot of that um, led to me being able to, you know, kind of just um, actually analyze situations or analyze um, the information, you know, because yeah. when, you, when you spend like, you know, like being locked up in a room or whatever is a form of torture today, like sensory deprivation torture. But you know, when I was yeah. a kid, whatever, it's, 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 a, bit, I mean, it's a form of trauma, Jonah. And yeah. and I think again, this is just my own opinion. But those of us that have been through trauma, it changes you. It does something oh, yeah. to you. Um, Sometimes it can be um, in a positive way, and sometimes it can be a negative way. And and it's when it's negative that it, that can be difficult on life itself. Yeah, and I think every person. Well, obviously, every person's different, right? So, like, we are we are all different, mate. Yeah. Like I, I had two brothers, and uh, you know, as far as body types or personality or opinions not not we don't line up at all on anything right so <laughs> so it's like man like when people talk about like equity or whatever all these like leftists or whatever and i'm like man you're clearly an only child because i can tell you as, as someone with siblings man, I, I have the same dna as these two individuals and we're not the same at all <laughs> so yeah, there is no equity because everyone's different. Everyone has like different uh, health. Everyone has different, um, you know, uh, different um, interests, or you know, because a lot of that would also be the, um, uh, you know, just you know, life situations as a kid. You know, like if if you go to a hockey game when you're three or four or five or whatever, maybe you love it, but then. It, you, you know, your sibling went to the and the, some big fight program and they had a horrible experience and they hated it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what makes uh, conversation in general it's the way it can be because we're all different. We've all got uh, different beliefs, different views. And as long as, long as you respect uh, the person you're talking to, their beliefs, then that that is all that matters at that moment in time. Oh yeah. Now the one thing that it comes into play too, right, is um not everyone has the ability to actually be present in a conversation, right? Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like to me, like uh I was also verbally abused. So like when man, I'll say anything to anyone because I don't care. Like yeah. Uh, uh, I literally, I remember being told, like, hey, if the church allowed abortions, you would never would have been born. And I'm like, cool, it's a moral sin, so it would not about being allowed, but, you know, so. <laughs> and now, at the same time, it's to me, it's like, yeah, I'll say anything to anyone, and, like, you know, um, words can't hurt you if you actually have the character to accept them, right? Yeah. So, but hey, it is what it is. Like, yeah, too, we all have our own uh, experiences and our own impacts on life and, you know, or impacting events. And, you know, um, yeah, the best thing to do is recognize people as they are and then take it from there, right? Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, all we can do, Jonah, is try and get as much information um, as possible. Yeah. So other oh. people, um, you know, make their own interpretation themselves. Yeah. Well, one thing with myself too, right, is um, when I when, like when I meet someone or I start dating a chick or whatever, and then they'll be like, "Oh, I'm like, listen." I got ran out of the USA by the FBI before last 20 years old. <laughs> so whatever you did in your past, I'm not going to judge you on it because I got my own shit to be judged on. Yeah. 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 Um, we all made mistakes. Yeah. Or, or we all have a path that we need to take so we can learn the lessons, right? And the, the purpose is to be smart yeah, enough to learn way. the lesson. Good way for it, mate, actually. Because um, yep. you can keep making the same mistakes. Um, like you said, it is what it is. Yeah. As long as we're not hurting anybody, I think to me that, that it, it means a lot when you're, you're not causing somebody else pain. Well, that, that's like uh, one thing with me. Uh, that's one of the reasons I love being a bounce person because I, I, I enjoyed the violence. So I was like, hey. Uh, you know, <laughs> at least then I, I I would have a reason to you know use the violence. You know, <laughs> so uh, well, yeah. That, uh, how long uh, how long did you work on security for me? Um, uh, like eighteen years on different a whole bunch of different places. Yeah, it's a long time. Uh, yeah, I bet you've been in some battles, haven't you? Ah, uh, you know, I'm just a, I'm I'm just a pussy, you know. But uh, it seems a lot of the people that I come up against are just bigger pussies than I am, you know. <laughs> so it is what it is. I tell you what, but because because of where you are, did you have a lot of like fucking big hockey players in that? Um, there's some big lads on some of the hockey players. Fucking yeah, huge. that. that... You know, nothing that I can think of as far as that off the top of my head. Um, one good story was when I was in the USA, uh, Austin, Texas. Yeah. And I was wearing my flight jacket. I had, like, the, the, the patch white pride worldwide on the chest. And then this Australian, um, I think it was rugby or whatever, for the University of Texas. He just started running his mouth because it was just me and one, the, one other guy that standing at the bar. But I knew we had the whole crew in the back. So I just smashed him in the face and, you know... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that's that's you know that's what it is, right? So, well, even like um, even when I end up quitting the bar finally, right? Uh, this kid, uh, I was assaulted him or whatever, and he took his belt off, and then you know, um, so I smashed him in the face. I grabbed his belt, started whipping him across the face with it, and then uh, the owners and the manager wanted me to return. And I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You want me to give it back to the kid?" And I asked three times, and I just threw it out the field and walked out the door. Yeah. So, well, they wanted to give him a weapon back. Well, yeah. no, it's their belt, right? They took their belt off, right? Was they going to hit you with it, though? They wanted to think they were, but I just smashed them in the face and took it and started whipping them across the face with it. These uh, belts was quite a common thing, you know, like for rugby games and football games. Oh, yeah. Take your belt, smash them in the face with it. Yeah, it's quite common. Yeah. Yeah, like um, where I am, there's a lot of Muslims or whatever, like uh, Middle Eastern or origin. 
and um, it's definitely a big thing because like actually the kid I was just telling that story about he was like a foreign exchange student for from Jordan because you know yeah. uh one of my buddies um was able to actually speak with him you know in their native language so that is what it is yeah yeah because yeah. that's Again, with with where you are as well, do you get was there, was there like quite a lot of tourists like from different countries? And I bet that was no. Um, some of them. I say, like I say to you before we started, like um, I would say that um, you know that uh, let's call it a twenty five percent of the population is like students, and a lot of them are like also international exchange students, right? Like university and college so you know uh, the city's empty in uh, the summertime but then like from september through may it's just you know the um, bars were actually packed all the time or september through may yeah and then yeah and then out, out of uh right when you, when you when you used to work which would have been the busiest time it would it be like in the summer or would it be like christmas time no 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 um like in this city it was every september and january like uh when they get their government checks all the students get like their their government checks to attend school and then they all go and party for the first like start of each semester right um and it really depends on your location, right? Um, like the one place I know, there's two, like where I am is there's, um, so I'm right between Lake Erie and Lake Huron in that little strip between, uh, between Toronto and Detroit. Did you and say Lake, Lake, Lake Erie? Lake Erie, Lake Huron. Lake Erie and Lake Huron. Yeah, like a couple hours from Niagara Falls too. All right, okay. But, um, <laughs> Is that like uh, in like in that corner pocket type thing? Yeah, it's like right. Um, like uh, winter is so I don't care actually. I'm in uh, London, Ontario, but uh, winter is a couple hours from here. Um, and it, it's like it's kind of funny because winters is like the only place I know of where you travel north from Canada to enter the USA, right? But um, what I was getting at is uh, where I am here is that. Uh, you know, like uh, there's two like two big college or no big um, beach areas that are just jam packed all summer long, but then they have like zero people there in the winter, right? So it, it really depends on your location, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, like as far as attendance to bars and whatnot, a lot of it is going to be based on local local area, um, and you know, transient pop populations, etc. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think for you, for you to have been doing that for so long as well, um, there must have been some enjoyment out of it. Yeah, hitting people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, at least when you're doing like that, right? You have a reason. Like you, you know, you're not going to walk up to someone just. But if they're already in a brawl, then you just sort of smash them or whatever, or yeah. you know. So yeah, yeah. Then you know, then you have your reason to get involved, right? So, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It, I mean, 
It's like the town where I live. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's got a bad name. Um, yeah. I think it always, always has that. It's just, uh, I mean, a lot of the towns around in the north, all, all up north of England, well, probably all over England, actually, is just um, trouble. You can just find it. Okay, oh, you only yeah. have one, and you got trouble. It's, oh, yeah. uh, it's disgusting, mate. It's well, a lot of it is un- unnecessary. Like, people get fucking, could be walking off from town, they get jumped. You know, yeah. people killed walking off from town. Yeah. Jumped off at it, some landed funny, and, and the fucking dead kid. But, but this is what it's like. Yeah. It's just well, life's too short, isn't it? It's just too short. Well, like I said before on one of our other shows, um, I think it was with you. Like, I was recently reading about the Teutonic uh, Knights or whatever. So, the, like, the German uh, version of, like, the Knights Templar. And even the back te- then, Teutonic. Teutonic. I like the sound of I think I've heard. I've not, I've not researched them, but I have heard of yeah. the Teutonic Knights. And uh, the one thing with them is that, like, uh, back then, they knew that um, there was a certain male population that was going to be a disruption to society, right? So then they they would actually uh, sign them up and get them registered for, like, uh, you know, they'd give them a purpose and like, they, uh, send them on a crusade to Israel or, you know, get them, uh, like, enrolled in the community and actually, you know, make them kind of way where they're... But then again, too, that's a more feudal society back then, but, you know... Um, now, what what do we do now is that um, we have all these horrible psychiatrists who actually just give them like SRIs or like Adderall or whatever. And, man, if these kids are like, a, you know, if they're already a, a threat to society or whatnot, so it's kind of funny that you give them drugs that's going to tell them they're going to have a side effect, a possible side effect of uh, schizophrenia or uh, psychotic episodes. <laughs> but it is what it is, right? Yeah. So I think with um, when it comes down to it, a lot of the issues that are being experienced now, like whether it's like uh, these school things in the USA or, you know, the gangs or whatever, it's because literally our um, our corporations are intentionally destroying like Western lifestyle. Right. And then you're going to have all these well, like males like myself or whatever who have too much energy and they need they need a proper outlet, right? Otherwise, so if either they're yeah. going to do something to serve the society or the community, or they're going to do something to destroy it. So, yeah, we need to recognize that, right? So it is what it is, but let's be honest, our society is into, like, we're, we're here in the West, we're ruled by a bunch of people who, like, are intentionally trying to kill us, whether it be what they sell is a call of food, you know, um, yeah. now, like I always t- tell people, the greatest medical psyop that I ever heard of is when they they, t- they convince people that nicotine is carcinogenic and that sugar is good for you. Well, nicotine actually is an, an it's an antagonist for your nicotinic receptors, which regulate your central nervous system. And as far as that, they've never actually confirmed that it causes carcinogen or uh, tumors or anything. The only research that they have is that 
when they had uh, humanized mice and they injected uh, nicotine into tumors that already existed and caused them to grow. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. But then, uh, you know, and then they tell people like, oh, tobacco and nicotine is going to kill you and cause cancer. It's like, yeah, like I chew tobacco, right? So it's like, man, you're telling me in, like chewing tobacco is going to kill me, but uh, literally on the fucking warning, it says there's a certain level of lead in it, certain level, you know, so it's like maybe the lead in it, right? Like, oh, uh, man. Everything. <laughs> Everything yeah. can Fucking hell, mate. Water can kill you now. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, that's also intentional too, right? Where they're, they're like, um, again, I said uh, where I am, like I mentioned to you that I'm like direct center between uh, Windsor and Detroit, but um, so what? An hour north of Detroit is Flint, Michigan, where you know they have lead in the pipes there for. Well, Barack Obama went there when he was president and tried to fake drinking a, a sip of the, the the lead water that was poisoning all the all the local people. Oh, is that is that when it was like a funny color? The water. What's that? Was it was the water a funny color, like a coppery color? I don't remember. Um, but yeah, no, they had like they literally have this like ridiculous levels of like lead in the the pipes there. Um. <laughs> And it's now they're not the only city in the USA, but um, you know it, it, it's almost like they're it's almost like the corporations are intentionally trying to kill us, right? Yeah. Well, what uh, other reason would it be for? What's that? What other reason would it be for? Yeah, exactly. No other... The fuckers, mate. They and how many people like you know they'll eat processed shit that has like no real food in it, but then they're then they're like the they've been so brainwashed by corporate TV or whatever to, that they'll think like oh, you know we can't eat this um, we can't eat bacon because it has fat in it or whatever. It's like are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. But but then you can buy like potato chips with like forty different chemicals in there that you can't even say the names of. So yeah, it's uh, you know. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know how they've got away with it for so long, though. Well, the bullshit. Like it's just continuous. Like like I was saying last time, you know, it's um, it's the uh, Marie Antoinette. Let them have, uh, let them have the cake, or right? let them be cake, or whatever, right? So, or the woman's um. You know, uh, bread circus, right? So, you know, how many people, as long as they got their Manchester United trial Maple Leafs game again, too, like I said last time, you know, they're okay, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, how else do they get away with it? Is they run the education. So, you know, when they take your kids from you and put them in schools, and then uh, tell the kids how great your local society or local community is. You know, they're literally brainwashed by the time they get out and they become part of society. Yeah, brainwashed. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I think I got into this the last time we spoke, but uh, I didn't actually go all the way into it. But like, like we had the residential school system here in Canada, where, like where the Canadian government was stealing, uh, kidnapping um, Native kids and then send them to the schools. But it's like, yeah, 
like there's a yeah. reason that they were kidnapping them and putting them in the into public schools, right? That's because they they have total control, and then they can actually form what their um, what their morality or whatever else is when through the, the schooling, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now that will also get into the topic here um, that we were going to talk about today. So yeah. uh, same with you that uh, I'm going to be speaking with one of our friends here probably on Friday about uh, the 10 planks of communism. Now, it's kind of funny because when you messaged me, I was like, oh, I can go into, uh, and this still goes back to like the whole white supremacy thing too, right? Or, um, it's the 25 points of the national socialism. 25 points of national socialism. So that Nazi, uh, so national, uh, the Nazi party is actually National Socialist Workers Union. So uh, th that's what the real name is, is NSDAP. It's, yeah. um, it's German, so fuck that shit. I don't speak that language. But yeah, uh, I've, been, I've been looking forward to this. Yeah. Because it, uh, it, like, it ties into white supremacy part one, part two. Yeah. And, um, Undoubtable, but just the all aspects of uh, realization of what things actually are. Oh yeah, and you know it's kind of funny because everyone, like, um, if you listen to the media or you if you listen to your teachers, they'll be like, "Oh, the Nazis were far right or whatever." It's like, okay, cool. Well, like the fuck they were. Now. First thing we would have to do is uh, describe what the, the left-right paradigm is. So, I mean, everyone has their own opinion, but I would say that um, the right is individualism and the left is going to be statism. So, individualism. And what was the other one again, mate? What's that? You say individualism and. Uh, so, like, um, individualism would be right. So, like, you know, um, you know, go live on a farm and don't want anything to do with society. And then the, the left would be statism. So, where the state is, you know, replacing God or whatnot, right? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, I was, uh, like, I'm all area going to speak with one of our friends about, like, uh, the communism planks just based on the comment I made online on Instagram or whatever. But I figured we'd go over this one here too because it's you know it's That's really funny. Cool. It's really funny to me when people are like, "Oh, the the, the Nazi parties were right wing or whatever." It's like the fuck they were. And it, so again, too, like what I was talking about here, and this also ties into my personal experience, right? Because. I, I told people like man when I got into like the whole thing or whatever as far as being old my car skin it's like yeah I hate society I hate society and just want to piss off the whole world and like what easier way than throwing this watch on but when oh like I've read Mein Kampf and the, like when I read that shit I'm like man this is like the dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard of in my life yeah <laughs> and, and uh, if you um, compare the policies or the points or the planks or whatever man like Hitler actually uh, probably plagiarized half of this from um marx himself but he kind of changed the wording on it now 
as far as that goes too, uh, like um, so this the 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 twenty five points were actually first um, uh, were first actually issued or you know proliferated or whatever you want to call it in nineteen twenty. Yeah. So this was even before before the beer hall push. And so before all stuff proper. Yeah, before he ever went to jail, um, before uh, he went to jail with uh, Hess and Hess wrote Mein Kampf. So it, it was like real early in the party or whatever, right? Wow, okay. Now, it's kind of funny because like if uh, I have it open here, um, as far as this goes, like um, the first 10 or so is really about like the German society or whatever. And then... Um, like uh so it's all about like german blood and whatnot and basically um who can be a citizen and who can't so i'm not really gonna focus on that too much yeah okay what whatever whatever you think oh yeah. the listeners will uh grasp. yeah like just as you always say that you are the way you deliver uh your your findings is all spot on yeah that's why i love Conversations with John, mate. Yeah, and like I was saying too, right? Um, again, too. This, as far as myself, when I was in this, I was like, man, cool. And then I, when I actually read it, I'm like, man, like this is nothing to do with right wing or individualism, like this political ide- ideology. And it's kind of funny, right? So, like, like if you actually go to again, too, uh, obviously based on our last conversation. Uh, I think the teachers are like um teachers are like the actual worst uh worst of society you know they're they're gonna be what actually causes the destruction of all society teachers um, but I, I, see, close I, see, that? I see what you mean and, and i understand i fully understand why you will say that uh, because at the end of the day we've all got a choice Jonah, and the teacher They'll know it's wrong, but yet they're still putting it out. They have got a choice, and they're choosing to follow orders. Oh yeah, well that way. And then, um, well, I think too, like um, a lot of the way the education system is, at least here in North America, is that uh, um, Carnegie and Rockefeller have spent so much money back going all the way back to like 1900, 1908, I think was the first one. Carnegie, um, you know, they spent so much money that uh, that they just uh, put the people in to push the idea, uh, the uh, um, ideas that they wanted, right? Like Carnegie spent, uh, I think, something like one hundred twenty-five million in nineteen oh eight dollars. Wow, something like that uh, to establish his um, the Carnegie Education Fund or whatever, right? So it was like the first teachers union within the USA. And it was just like, <laughs> it was just as, uh, such an obscene amount of money because he, yeah. Hey, so uh, just, I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. What year are we talking? Beginning, you say, beginning of uh, the century. Yeah, like the early 1900s. Um, so yeah, he spent a ridiculous amount of money. And then, um, uh, oh, it, yeah. Um, now, then, based on his actions, um, Rockefeller was like, oh, this is so great. And Rockefeller just actually started uh, 
paying off the, the um, university professors. So, yeah. you know, a lot of it too is um, by the time like these teachers actually get out of the university or whatever, they've already been um, so indoctrinated into the priest class system, right? Um, so, it, you know, if, if, if you've been, um, I say 12 years of high school or whatever, elementary and high school, then you got like four years of university. By the time you get out, uh, you've been so indoctrinated by these people that are actually being paid for by the, uh, by the, you know, the corporatists that they don't even know that they're, um, you know, kind of fucking everyone up, right? They're probably uh, used to doing it. It's like, uh, it's, default, it's like you've developed more mastering it. It's like uh, an, an art form. Yeah. And then um, even like, uh, I get it too, not just uh, Carnegie and the Rockefeller. Now, um, I mean, Jonah, sorry to interrupt, just, just this one. Yeah, I've just yeah. got to put this, this in here. Um, these names, Rockefellers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, both of those two made all their money in like the 1860s, I think. Um, but then even if you go over to England, right? Rhodes Scholarship. So the, the most prestigious um, award uh, for like educators or whatever is Cecil Rhodes. Who... Rhodes Scholarship. Yeah, the one out of Oxford or whatever. But it's based on um, Cecil Rhodes, who was like the, the British guy who actually went in, um, you know, started, uh, I think it was Diamond Mines, and he was like running slaves in um, South Africa. And oh, then he yeah. created, yeah, then he created uh, the Rhodes Scholarship throughout Oxford there in the UK. So. You sent me something on Oxford today. Uh, no, I sent you something on Oxfordshire yesterday. Yeah, that's how the, that's how the, like the UN smart cities. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, you mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It makes sense now. Makes sense. Yeah. Now, I actually pulled up that what we were talking about here. Um, so the the Carnegie Education Foundation in 1905 he established the Carnegie Teachers Pension Fund. And it received a $10 million endowment to provide free pensions to college and university teachers. And that was in 1905. So what is $10 million worth in 1905, right? So much more than today. And that was just the first endowment. I think it was $125 million or something over like 20 years or something. I forget the full numbers. All right. One minute, mate. Well, I could do a quick way talk. I'll do a quick search on uh, Yeah. <laughs> Say ten oh, million. Yeah, I'll give you the link right now in the, the chat. Oh, wow, uh, you got yeah, I just pulled it up. I'm like I'm on my laptop, right? So, um, now, like I say, this is what he called it—the pension fund or whatever. So, right, right. when 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 this capital, or I don't even want to call it capitalist, but um, when this um, corporatist. Uh, when he creates your pension fund and he's actually get, donated like more money for the pension than like all of uh, all of the professors are making, what kind of control does he have over the education, right? Right. Sounds on the back, right, mate. 
Let me just get out now. Yeah. Uh, and then And uh, Carnegie himself too, right? Um, he was, what is it? Um, he was in uh, the ore business or whatever, right? So all the like uh, mining of um, minerals in Pennsylvania is how he made all his money. Right. Yeah. It's almost like uh, the way, I think he was the way they made the money. Oh yeah. It's always oh. dubious and it, 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 well, I, dodgy fucks, aren't they? <laughs> uh, here we go. Um, on history.com, it says that in 1901, he sold the Carnegie Steel Company to banker John Pierpoint Morgan. So again, J.P. Morgan for $480 million, um, And this is 1901. Did you just uh, say Morgan? Yeah, he sold it to J.P. Morgan. Um, then Carnegie devoted himself to philanthropy, eventually giving away more than three hundred and fifty million. <laughs> so uh, it's fucking ludicrous, isn't it? Well, that's a that's the way that they um that's the way a lot of uh, this society is controlled, right? The, the, um, yeah. Now, like uh, they had the Reese hearings in U.S. Congress in like nineteen fifty. Whereas, like non-government organizations, like nonprofits, were actually, you know, just donated so much money and actually um, had uh, control of all these corporations because they just donated so much money that um, all these people would actually just end up, uh, you know, falling in line so they could get their next paycheck, right? Right. Um, right. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh... I'll tell you, mate, I, I don't know. I don't think I've done something wrong here, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll screenshot this for you, mate, and send it to you, tell me what you think. Yeah. And now, uh, it's kind of funny, too, because, like I say to you, like, I don't want to call these people capitalists, because, like, um, there is no such thing as capitalism. Um, like, what, this, what we live in today is definitely not capitalism. It's 100% communism, but um, <laughs> like um, it's kind of funny that people have been actually con uh, convinced through all of these educators who like all these professors that, um, you know, like a progressive tax income or progressive income tax is actually something that is a capitalist ideal. And, like, <laughs> so, I mean, it's, you know, the, the You'll have people, I, I always say to people um, here in Canada, I'm like, uh, man, we live in a communist country. They're like, no, we don't. I'm like, listen, if you look at like uh, communism, like what their actual goals are, we have every single one of those goals here in our country, but your teachers have actually told, taught you that um, you need a dictator. So the, they've convinced you that you're not in a communist country by saying, hey, you know, we need these we, we need these, um, if you don't have those dictators, then it, it's not communism, but it's like, no, no, no. When you meet every fucking one of their policy goals, uh, that's, uh, you yeah, know, that's what it, is, what it is, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, you, uh, just a quick one, mate. I've tried sending you that on Skype. I don't know if you've got it right. Well, yeah, I, I got it. 
Yeah, this goes into what I, yeah, this goes into what I've told you already, right? Um, now, if you think about, so like, um, so the listeners can hear it says 10 million in 1905 is worth 338, uh, 300, $338,307,954.55. Now, um, I would say that's exaggerated because um, <laughs> it's exaggerated because like, you know, if you had that sitting around, you you would have had also like um, where they intentionally destroyed the economy. So we, yeah, it's gone up and down. That's it. Yeah. So this is probably just figuring out, but um, you know, um, when they actually uh, do their deflation, because they've also, but this is what I have already said to you. I think on two different shows, right? If you look at the, like the Federal Reserve of the USA, which is like the one that runs the whole world, right? Yeah. Um, their targeted income or their targeted inflation is 2% per year. Like they have a target of 2% per year. <laughs> so, sure. and then that's also compound dangerous, right? Right. And even on this, uh, the, this page that you just sent me, it says the average inflation rate is 3.06%. So then, you know. Yeah, it's just, <clears throat> it's just uh, a big guess really, isn't it? Like you say, exaggerated. Well, the other thing is too, right? Is that this is intentional, and, and you know, people people don't have the, you know, you have these uh, educators, these uh, you know, teachers in the schools that uh, obviously either don't understand. Yeah, don't understand. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, right. <laughs> Like uh, the Ontario Teachers Pension Fund just lost a hundred million. Uh, oh. That the FTX that we talked about, I'm like, good, it's gonna happen to better people. And then they they also invested like um, three hundred plus million in um, sustainable energy in India. I'm like, I can't wait till you guys lose all of your pensions because you know the uh, the um, yeah, me too, mate, me too. Because your pensions are being used as a money laundering operation on behalf of the government. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is. Do you know, do you know something? Like, like over here, you've got to have a, just a quick one on pensions. Now, I don't know too much about pensions, uh, but it's like you've got to have a state one over here. You have yeah. to have by law. Um, yeah, uh, the, they do that here too. It's called the Canada Pension yeah. Plan. All right, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, do, you, do you have to pay a certain amount into it? Yeah, yeah. They take that right off your check, right? So it's right. kind of funny too, right? Is um, like it's like we live in slavery and people are too blind to see it. Like um, if if I were having sex with people for money and giving uh someone fifty percent of that profit, that would be called pimping. Now. <laughs> If I go to work and I give fifty percent of my income to the government, it's called tax. So literally, the government is your pimp, right? And and that, you know Basically. everyone just goes into it. Yeah, so that's that's what it is, right? Yeah. yeah. I think personally now. How how they calculate taxes? I'm not going to be able to calculate it, but it's far too much. 
Well, that's intentional too, right? So what they do is still the um, it's all intentional. So again, too, if we go back to what I said, like um, last last recording, you know, those who are uh, are able to understand it um, will be living off the profits. Those who, uh, you know, uh, and then uh, I forget the whole thing, but basically, the the people who are able to understand the monetary system will either be living off the profits or the favors accommodated by it. And everyone else is either not educated because because the teachers are actually, you know, part of the, the, the program to actually make you too dumb to understand what's going on. Or they're intentionally evil and a willing participant. I think that. Oh. Well, well yeah. we, know, we know they are intentionally evil. They are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they. It's like like they uh, they enjoy knowing that uh, there are people suffering. And oh it, yeah, it should be. You think that if you want to be helping people, not fucking them all. Yeah, that's, you just want to fuck us all constantly. Yeah, well, if you look at it too, right? Um... So again, to move on to the topic we're uh, doing today, like um, when Germany allegedly lost the war or whatever, and who knows what actually happened back then, right? But Stalin was our Stalin was our ally, and then you know um, the USA, UK, and Russia actually ran a prison together for um, through 1984, I think it was, um, where they kept Rudolf Hess in his own prison. And then when he eventually died, so that we we're supposed to be going through the Cold War, but we're running in the prison together, just on one guy, you know. So what did that one guy really know? <laughs> yeah, um, you know. But, but then, like, uh, if you think about it, like, um, you know, like what uh, Henry Kissinger was, uh, you know, uh, close with all of the different like um, Russian. Um, Russian presidents or whatever throughout the Cold War. Um, now, what's even funnier too, and I don't want to get into this where it's like um, taken out of the wrong way, but Israel is supposed to be the USA's closest ally, but every president or every prime minister of Israel has actually come from Soviet Union states. So they've all been from like um, communist uh, countries that were under the uh, USSR. Every single one of them. Really? Yeah. That's my decision sign, eh? Yeah. So, it, 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 yeah, it's kind of funny. I mean, like, um... Again, I think, personally, I think that there must be some significance behind this. Oh. It might not be. I, I don't know for certain, but um, I think, you know... Like uh, USA and like and this one that's happening right now, uh, I'm uh, I'm thoroughly convinced that the USA and um, Putin are actually partners in this. And you know, um, how did Putin come into power? Uh, so the USA, um, the USA put Yeltsin into power, and they they bragged about that in Time magazine, which is a CIA magazine, and then. Um, when Yeltsin had all his uh, like uh, corruption or whatever, they picked up uh, Putin next and put him in the power. And it was the USA who placed him in power with uh, Henry Kissinger. 
So now Henry Kissinger and Associates are, I would say that uh, they're the ones that, that are, like Henry Kissinger's, uh, he was, um, he was, uh, what was it? Um, I forget his title, but um, he was right next to Nixon. He was the one who actually got China to open up to the world and part of the World Trade Organization. And then he's been there for every single president ever since, right? So. Joe, uh, <clears throat> you have just fucking completely thrown me with that. And, uh, <laughs> and I've never thought about it. Just until yeah. you that would make sense for uh, USA to be in bed with the Russians. It would uh, make total sense. Well, what about um, your Prime Minister David George or whatever his name was? Like he was actually he was directly involved with the Bolsheviks and running um, uh, QAnon type style trust to plan the operations um, with the oh, right white Russians. Plus- Tony Blair was it? Well, no, no, no. David George, the one from World War One, or George David, or whatever. Oh, right. And he was he was back in the Bolsheviks and running a uh, mind control operations or psyops uh, through the White Russians. So, you know, and then uh, I'm not saying for certain that uh, like uh, I'm 100 percent accurate on this information because let's be honest, we're trusting what they give us, you know, or what they, what actually gets leaked out. So even at that, I would say, like, is, we don't know the full details, obviously. But just yeah, probably like it, mate. And then now, who, Lenin, Vladimir Lenin, who was the first of the uh, communist uh, presidents, or whatever prime ministers, or whatever they call in Russia, he's a fucking Freemason. Is it a star? What's that? Are they called the star over there? T-S-A. The czar. The czar. Yeah. Side. That's what they had before. Right, okay. And then, uh, <laughs> now, when you bring that up here, like, um, you know, if you go back to certain presidents, like, um, I think Biden has some, but uh, definitely Clinton, they had, like, their drug war czar, which they spelled C-Z-A-R. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Now, getting back to, like, the first communist uh, president or whatever, prime minister or whatever they call, Vladimir Lenin, um, so Putin's grandfather was a personal chef for Lenin and Stalin. Oh, shit, was that? Fuck yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, cool, like, uh, you know, the, the, the family's been tied to the whole way through, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hundreds of years, mate. Oh, longer than that. Yeah, at least. <laughs> yeah. And then, then the other thing too is that you got to remember too, like if you go past a hundred years, you got to trust that the, the textbooks that you were able to get your hands on or, or haven't been altered since then, right? Because if you were there, um, the best you have is whatever was written down. So that's that's the problem with going to uh, with with history. How yeah, only certain parts of it they will see. Yeah. Well, the, uh, going into what we were speaking about today, like um, here in North America, they they want us to believe that like um, the war, uh, World War II was fought over the uh, the Holocaust, but I mean, um, there like there's a book called I think it's The Grain Lady Weeped, 
Um, the great, oh man, the great, uh, the great lady weeped. W e p e d. Um, now, if you actually go back to like the New York Times during the entire World War, they had like less than two thousand or less than two thousand um, stories about the Holocaust, and only like seventeen were on the A section. Right. So, uh, like, they, no one over here knew that shit was happening. I think it was actually um, even in your country. Um, I think it was the Guardian who, um, like the Guardian, the newspaper that finally broke like the story. Like, oh yeah, there's like seven thousand or seven hundred thousand like Polish Jews here, and that was like nineteen forty three or forty four. So it, you know, but we're taught like that. That wasn't, um, you know, that that was supposed to be in, a significant event during that war, right? Yeah, and um, I mean, just like we mentioned. Like World War One, I, I don't know if uh, if you're familiar with Winston Churchill. Oh yeah. Now I, I don't I don't know loads about him, right? But uh, I recently I read a couple of articles about him, and I didn't know. I mean, you, you might know if this is true or if it's not, or if it's exaggerated. Most likely will be, but he uh, responsible for like millions of deaths in India. Oh, I can believe that for certain. Um, right. I wouldn't know for certain, but I can believe it. Yeah. Now, yeah. now the other thing to remember about him is that, um, like, after the war, like for the first two or three years, um, him, FDR, and Stalin would all get together and like have public meetings for just the three of them, right? And then all of a sudden, like the then all of a sudden the Cold War <laughs> broke out. They did, because uh, there was, you see all those, uh, like, photographs and videos of Stalin. He used to stand a certain way, didn't it, because yeah. he was just ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, crazy, isn't it? Crazy. But, um, the three of them, like, uh, Stalin, FDR, and uh, Churchill would all get together until they decided how they are going to control the population with the Cold War for the next 60 years. <laughs> and then... <laughs> You know, it's kind of funny that they're supposed to be allies or whatever, and then all of a sudden, like, we're like, whatever, right? Um, so it's all kind of funny, but personally, mate, I think it's all it's all pre-planned. All this, it's that? like it's, I think it's all pre-planned. It's like saying they have meetings, yeah. But you know what they were doing, fucking weeks in advance. Oh yeah. I mean, like like with Ukraine. Yeah. That, uh, I, I, I fucking, there's a, a high possibility that that is true. Well, the other thing is too, right, is, um, man, they could be laundering money through Ukraine and, um, you know, nothing's even happening there, right? Um, now, it's kind of funny that, because like we just, I was just speaking about this, but, um, you know, the New York Times, which is supposed to be a highly reputable paper, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Walter Durante in 1920s, he got um, a Pulitzer Prize for um, all his reporting over in Russia, but he was pretty much um, Stalin's fucking PR, like a public relations rep, right? He was literally just making things up, talking about how great it was while like the Hall of the Moor was going on. 
<laughs> Any, anyone to pull a surprise for? Yeah. It's, a, it's truly remarkable. Oh, yeah. How the fuck? How did he get away with it, man? Because it was all part of the, the agenda, right? Um, now, hey. it's all Hegel, Hegelian dialectic, right? Or Hegel or whatever, because, um, again, too, like, if you look at... Um, if you look at like uh, the the World War Two again, too, you had like uh, allegedly communism versus um, national socialism or whatever, and then also versus capitalism. But at the end of the day, they're all three, all three of them are the same system, right? <laughs> at least the way that they're so like, and that's what they so they don't want you to actually understand that um, at the end of the day, these uh, political ideologies are actually the ones that are like they're all pushing the same things, right? Now they might have a one or two differences, and then um, you know, same, so same goals, mate. Yeah, it's oh, that's what it seems to be. Yeah. Again, um, like I have the twenty-five points for like the national socialism here up in front of me, right? So, um, yeah, we do. You know, like uh, so, if we go down to like thirteen, right? Um, on the list, it says we demand the nationalization of all previous uh, previous associated industries and trusts. So uh, they're going to uh, federalize all like corporations and all banks, right? So again, too, um, that's going to be like the Federal Reserve System. Oh wait, uh, it's kind of like they they're going to be in control of everything, like uh, the communists, right? Uh, then the next one is going to be we demand a division of profits of all heavy industries. So again, they're just yeah. Uh, do, you know, do you know what does does mate is these words they use demand. Just that word demand. Yeah. That, that is a bullying tactic. That. Yeah. No, I don't know if it was actually demand in German originally, right? Too. So yeah. I don't put too much into like the translations because, especially like, I don't think many of our educator, or many of our um, people are going to be given Hitler a good uh translation right you know so right <laughs> but again too because you know he was uh, he was their business partner and he fucked him over because he decided to you know go past what he was told to do yeah yeah now again to going through the list like in the next one's gonna be like we demand the uh we demand an expansion of our sorry we demand an expansion on large scale of old age welfare so again, too, they're again, you like you're, they're intending for you to become a ward of the state, and then you know they're all pushing. But this is supposed to be like a right wing political party, you know. That's what we're told. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, let's go ahead here. Um, yeah, I'm just going through this here, but it's kind of funny too, right? Because at the end of the day, like you know, for all these events that happen. Even if you believe, like, um, if you even if you believe that you have one hundred percent accuracy, like um, Oswald allegedly shot, right? Or Hank, I mean, Oswald shot Kennedy with, um, you know, from like two hundred yards in a moving vehicle with a low caliber rifle, right? Very suspicious. That I've not, I've not looked into that, but I hope yeah. to get around at some point. And then uh, now. 
Now, who who was on, who was on site to get the report from the the police um, on behalf of the CIA the day after? Oh, George Bush. Really? <laughs> yeah. Now, now what they tried to do is um, now there's actually a document that says that uh, the report was provided to George Bush of the CIA. Now, what they tried to do when he was president is try to say it was like some paper pusher in like the fucking cubicle and Langley and that was also employed at the same time. So like they probably hired this guy just to have an excuse that we would have taken the notes. <laughs> yeah. And he only worked for like six months and he's allegedly the one who took the notes on like, the, it's like, really? You expect people to believe that? Uh... Yes. <laughs> High profile as well. You yeah. did the best man on that one, yeah. Someone with experience. Yeah, and like um Very suspicious. Now it's kind of funny too, because um Bill Cooper, uh the guy who wrote the Behold the Pale Horse, um, I don't know if you've ever listened to his Mystery Babylon series on um on, I can't, uh, well, I've not uh, I, I always hear people uh, such high compliments. Of uh, his work, so yeah, uh, he's great. So get out, get into yeah. Which one do you recommend? Yeah, most definitely. Um, the book itself too, right? You can listen to the audio book in like two hours if you listen in two x. Yeah, what's um, it called? Sorry. Uh, Behold a pale horse. I'll send you links. Oh, nice one, mate. Yes. Now he also has a series on Spotify from his audio recordings in the uh, mid nineties. Um, where it's all about mystery Babylon, uh, mystery religions, or whatever that all the um, the elites are a member to, as they say. But he, he's like he states that um, they can directly tie George Bush, uh, Junior, Senior, Preston Bush, or Prescott Bush, or whatever they all the way back to um, the Templars, right? So they've been they've been there the whole time. <coughs> yeah. Now, I haven't seen the, the genealogy, but that's what they the stated. Yeah, uh, so, because I know uh, I've done a few shows with uh, a British author, Sean Williamson. He, yeah. Um, yeah, I've listened. Have you listened to those, yeah? Yeah. Um, he's incredible, Sean. And we recently done shows with Team Templars North America as well. Yeah. Uh, with Wayne uh, Murphy, he's a Mohican. Nation Elder and yeah. Ken uh, Kessa, he's yeah. uh, also part of Templars uh, yeah. America. And mate, some of the uh, information, what they're yeah. like coming out with, what the findings like, uh, fucking remarkable. Yeah. Well, uh, this, this also goes to our last conversation, right? Um, just don't hear of it, do you know, Templars in, in America, just... Well, uh, let's be honest, they were allegedly disbanded by the church, right? But, um, like, if we go back to, um, like, if we go back to our last conversation, like, my father was a member of the Knights of Columbus, like, uh, secret society within the Catholic Church. Now, um, I know my father, and he was nowhere, like, he wasn't, like, I'm far more likely to be committing criminal activity than he ever would, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but it doesn't mean that all of the members are actually aware of what's going on, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's not hard. Um, 
it's not hard to like if you're running a corporation and you want to do something you split up the task and all of a sudden like you're, you're accomplishing what you want and no one below you understands what you're doing right so you only need like two three four five people right maximum and you could actually do all kinds of fucked up shit yeah you could kill me you could you could take over the world but yeah yeah, yeah. so it's definitely um it's definitely like for myself i don't trust anything about that because like let's be honest um well i don't trust anything that far back in history right because i can't uh, verify any of it yeah um no they were also definitely now they were also definitely um they had an entire banking system where like you would be able to actually go to like uh, their templars and um you go to their like them in like england or france or whatever and deposit yeah. your money and then you go and fucking Israel and they just give you money there on site to like replace it, right? So they yeah. had a good settle, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they had all that shit, right? So I mean okay. I think well boxed off. Yeah, and then allegedly the reason that the, the King of France ended up having them taken out, if you believe the history, is that uh, the King of France owed them a bunch of money. So like these people were um you know, they had so much wealth that the the king had to come to them for money. Like really? Yeah, um, do you know something? I think that's that's why um, that's why they they got or tried to have fucking off because now much money. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I personally think that more than likely one or two of them decided to like take all the money, went underground, and they came back as the Rothschilds. But that that's my personal opinion. Um. I haven't really looked into it too, too much, right? but I say I love that. <laughs> just, like they, they just kind of disappeared, and now, like uh, too, like if you think of all these secret societies, right? Um, well, you have the the, the Demolay or whatever, uh, oh. which um, I think Disney was one of the Demolay part of the fr- uh, yeah, Freemasons or whatever. They're, they're like uh, pretty obscure, but weird. And these are the ones we like, mate. It's the yeah. one. Don't have a lot of coverage on it. I'd like to uh, maybe look at that in the future. Yeah. Well, what are they named after? Demolay, the the last Templar uh, leader who was allegedly burned at the stake. So <laughs> that's where the name comes from. Yeah. So I mean, like it is what it is, right? Um, now, um, if you listen like, again to. Um, Again, uh, with like with Bill Cooper on his um, Mystery Babylon, he states that uh, the Templars were actually in, in um, indoctrinated or whatever introduced to the secret societies through the original assassins. From the actual, yeah, the actual like um, the uh, the version, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <clears throat> like uh, the ones in um. Turkey or whatever, the original assassins, like the, yeah. Yeah, the, the Zoroastrianism uh, assassins, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I know what you mean, yeah. The, this, this is this is what uh, ties it into, like, the Templars, like, law, the mythology, where, you know, like the Grail. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. <clears throat> yeah, have you... Uh, have I shown you the the picture of the the Grail? What uh, what Sean Williams turned as? No, you haven't. I'm not. I'll tell you what, mate. Uh, 
Let me just have a quick look now. I might be able to send you a picture then. Yeah. Yeah, uh, one of the... His mentor was um, Andrew Sinclair. He was a Templar scholar from, from England. Yeah. And he, before he passed away, he gave it to Sean and they found this grail in uh, Rosslyn Chapel. Yeah. And, and it was found. Um, it was like hidden in one of the one of the knights is too. Yeah. They're not quite sure what it is, but for it to be where it was, it must have been for some significance anyway. Must be. Yeah. Now they don't just put things like that in a random place. Yeah. Now the other thing too, again, too, I'm not, I can verify all this, like because you know, I'm not in positions to do so, but. Um, where did the symbol of the skull and crossbones or skull and bones come from, right? Um, it's allegedly when the Templars were buried that uh, their legs were crossed, be like their um, tibia or whatever was crossed behind their heads, allegedly, or something like that. They're, they were crossed when they were buried. Right. So, again, too, so then all of all of uh, piracy, all of piracy would be tied to that. Uh, skull and bones, like George Bush. Link, links to pirates and Templars, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and even mate, there's even connections to like uh, Vikings as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the the funny thing is too, right? Um, again, too, being a skinhead when I did my youth, um, um, it's kind of funny because like I see all these like Nordic runes, and like first thing I think of is like skinhead culture, but you know at the same time that's also uh, occultism, right, and whatnot. Yeah, I think, yeah. It, I mean, all it is, mm. it's the way things are portrayed to us through media. Media, yeah. they demonize, fucking, they try and demonize. Well, uh, again, too, um, like, okay, well, like, if you look at, like, World War One, right? Yeah. Um, two incest cousins, um, uh, you know, fought the fought that war. You know, um, what is it? The, the king from England and uh, his cousin, the 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 king from like Prussia or whatever. That's what that war was allegedly fought over, right? I mean, so what? A couple million people were killed over like two cousins that were arguing with each other. Yeah, someone might like that one. Yeah. So. Uh, <sighs> yeah. So it is what it is, right? Like, and that's the thing too, right? Is even at that, I mean, at that high level, you have to actually trust that. Um, at that high level, you have to trust that they're actually telling the, the truth, right? Now, I don't know if you've ever been in the newspaper, but I know there's been times that I have, or people I know have been in the paper, you know, and it's like, okay, cool. That story is nothing in relation to what actually happened, right? <laughs> like, yeah, um, yeah. that's the case. And that is always the case, mate. Yeah, like um, okay. the one guy I knew, um, his father, the one guy I knew who was arrested when I was in the USA, his father had just passed and left him like 300 firearms, right? And then he was arrested like a month later and they alleged that he had like 45. <laughs> Jeez. So, yeah. Yeah, if you have a look on uh, in the group, oh, mate. Yeah. If you if you open it up, I'll, I'll talk you through it. There's actually, there's a term, it's just one. That, so that, that's the grail, right? 
Uh, I don't see it yet. Like in the, the Skype chat. Oh, there it goes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Basically, uh, that grail in the middle. Yeah. That's that's what was found in one of the nights too. Yeah. And they don't. They're not quite sure what it is. They don't know how old it is. Yeah. Um, that is remarkable. Well, there's a lot of things that they're not sure of, or they just uh, hide the truth, right? Yeah. So it's all really super funny to me because, like, again, too, like I say, a lot of guys are saying, like, uh, I know there's been times, like, um, one of the nights I was working at the bar and there was a shooting right outside. So, like, uh, everything that was in the paper was inaccurate, right? Yeah. And then, you know, it is what it is, but then. Yeah, and it's funny too because they actually have this whole thing where they say they actually have a name for it where like um, I forget what it is but there's actually a condition where you can actually read a story that like is in your profession you know it's wrong then you turn the next page on the newspaper and you believe the next story because like they have a certain amount of authority in newspapers right. <laughs> no interesting that way yeah <clears throat> Oh god, I'm um, all stuffed right now. Chest, I've had that bad chest week for. What's that? I've had, up to five weeks, I've had a fucking bad chest for. I just can't yeah. get rid of it. Oh, uh, I have um, I have a uh, lung disease, and I also have like um, so I have a lung oh, disease my whole life. Sorry. But yeah. no, don't worry about it. I've had it my whole life, right? So when I was a kid, I was in the hospital like four times a year. Um, and then I also have like, uh, well, when I got tested for allergies, the allergist looks at me and goes, oh, wow, that's impressive. I look back and I'm like, fuck you. That's impressive. Is that what he said to you? Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, that's impressive. I'm like, fuck you. And like, <laughs> you've never told someone you're impressed with their good health, right? But yeah, no, when I got tested as a kid, um, it was more yeah. thorough, and I think I was positive on 108 out of like 135 outdoor allergens. <laughs> but, but you know, I, I, I don't have any food allergies, and I look good for my age, so well, fuck it, I'll take bad health and uh, still look good. Yeah, stick that with your ass, doctor. Yeah. I'm shallow. I'm shallow. I'll take uh, a good looking, you know, I'll, I'll take, um, you know, yeah, looking um, significantly younger than people in my own age group and, you know, having the wealth. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, so let's get back into this here. You know, don't want to go off too much, but at the same time, like, um... Yeah, it's so, what, what time it is now? It's like quarter four. <laughs> uh... Yeah, so here we go. Um, this goes into everything I fucking said right here. Um... So if we go with number 20, the state is responsible for a fundamental reconstruction of our whole national education program to enable every capable and industrious German to obtain higher education, et cetera. So again, too, it's literally every one of these ones, they, you know, they all want your, um, they all want to be in control of your, your mind and what you think. And then the, the very next one, the state is to care for the elevating national health by protecting mother and child by outlawing child labor. So again, too, they're taking, um, again, you'll see it here in our country, like North America, Canada, USA, I don't know about um, England, 
but man, like all these people are now like, hey, the kid belongs to the state. Like um, the teachers are they're, like have or they're number one the influencer, right? Like fuck off. <laughs> but <coughs> but yeah. Yeah, yeah, at the same time, like if you actually look into like this, uh, the Nazi Party, the National Socialism, it's man, it's literally communism. It's literally what we live under today for the most part. Like you know, yeah, but might have like a few points that are different um you know but they want you to believe that like this is some like far right no it's a statist organization like you know just like um all these uh like um as far as the eugenics program right they took all their they took all their ideas for the eugenics programs for the democratic party in the usa like uh like there's two big there's two big supreme court cases like as far as eugenics go within the usa uh, the first one was um, Jameson versus Massachusetts. That's the one where they said that they could actually force you to uh, be required to have a vaccine or you'd have to pay a fine. That goes back to like 1905. Then the next one was in 1930s, um, Buck v. Bell. And that's the one where this is the, uh, I think it was in Tennessee that they decided that the state had the right to um, actually um you know um sterilized mentally deficient so so then like this is all stuff that was happening you know and i wouldn't say that like i wouldn't say that the germans uh like as far as that's the national socialists i wouldn't say that they're the nazis i wouldn't say that they necessarily you know just saw what the USA was doing. I think that they're all part of the pro- they're all part of the program, right? You know, just like um, the whole Darwinism, which is the most retarded theory ever. But you know, Margaret Sanger, all these people with a high education that want to kill us, then it goes all the way back to Plato and the Republic. Yeah, you got a point. You got a point, yeah. mate. Or like um. Uh, like in the Republic, the for Plato, they like was that like three thousand, four thousand years ago? That he's literally lining up um, pretty much the same thing as the Brahmin society in India, where like oh, there's going to be three levels of society, and the top level will get to decide who can can and can't have children. Like, <laughs> and then then you look at like in the USA, like uh, Margaret Sanger, you know. She ran that uh, what was called the Negro Project. Uh, Negro Project. Uh, I almost stumbled on my tongue there, but um, the, she ran the Negro Project. And then, um, you know, in some places in the USA, more black people are being murdered by abortion than they're being born. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> it's like uh, sometimes. You need, you need to have a little bit of a pause and just think. Well, the, the other thing is too, right, is that um, if you go back to, I think it was around, um, I want to say around the early 1900s, like, um, you know, you had the Socratic method or the trivium, as they called it. And that was actually how they used to actually teach uh, like people to, you know, um to be educated so that you would actually use critical thought now we have pretty much like hey 
Um, you answer the bell. You, you, you reply with the answers that are given to you. Uh, you know. So like they, they as part of this, um, uh, part of the Socratic method, they used to have what was called uh, the trivium. And that was like, um, oh, it, um, so basically it's the, the trivium used to actually focus on three different, um, uh, three different um, philosophies, so I'm just pulling up. Now, I don't know if you've ever looked into tragedyandhope.com or whatever Richard Grove. Tragedy and hope. No, yeah, he does uh, tragedyandhope.com, which actually named after the Peter, uh, Peter, or no, Carol Quigley book. Right. But um, he also does like um, Grand Theft World and whatnot. Now, you know, he, he's so big that I would be hesitant to trust and say that he's not uh, co opted. But at the same time, he does a lot of good information. Right. And, um, Oh uh, yeah, like I mean, um, uh, he does a lot of stuff as far as um, uh, here we go. Um, so he's got a bunch of stuff as far as like the trivia trivia method as far as education and thought processes. And um, I'll just look it up here to see because it's like three different. Uh, and I forget what they are. Uh, you know, I'm horrible when it comes to names. Like my my ex fiance, it took me like a year to get her name right. But <laughs> well, well, her her name was Jasmine, and then her best friend was Jess. So I just got them confused the two of them, right? So the trivium would be uh, general grammar, formal logic, and classical classical rhetoric. So that was like the three three um, thought processes that they focused on. So you could actually analyze. So you know. Now they got rid of that, at least in North America, around the 1900s, and they picked up the education system from the um, uh, the Prussians. And then, now it was also the corporatists that uh, brought that over here, right? Yeah. <clears throat> now, um. Now, like I say, this is this is the biggest threat to humanity. It's the you know teachers' unions, etc. Um, and people are like you know, you know, it's like at the end of the day, you know, um, are you going to turn your child over to child abandonment? You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, people need to realize that um, public education is not free and it's not value. <laughs> yeah. Now, even better though, do you know what education means? Like the etymology of the word? Not particular. Uh, what it's meant yeah. to be, or what it should really be. Uh, so if we go back to like French or so like 14th century French, or you go back to Latin, um, uh, here we go, let me, so basically it means a rearing, Training or the training of animals. Training of animals. Yeah. So the, the word education actually refers to the training of animals. Yeah. I don't know like the original that. etymology of the word. Oh, sir. 
<laughs> yeah. Like everything, okay, everything is right in front of our faces. I'm laughing because right? I think it's funny. No, 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 I know. Everything's right in front of our faces, right? So I'm actually pulling this off of the online etymology dictionary, and I'll actually send it to you here once I get this, um, what, what I'm getting open here. My, my screen cutting tool. Here, here we go. So yeah, you send your kids to be educated by teachers, and they're trained like animals. Yeah, that, that's that's what um, that's when when I said that. I know what I think it is. Well, what it should really mean, but that, like you say, that's not what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so all of this is so funny. Like again, too. Like um, now uh, you'll see all of the like. Um, it doesn't matter who you're looking at as far as like these statists. Uh, they all want the same thing. They all want the, that they're in control. You know, replicate the Chinese system or you know the old Egyptian or whatever. And you know, as long as they, as long as the majority of the population are given like small little things. You know, like again, for you, for your country, it's gonna be football. For my country, it's gonna be it's gonna be like uh, hockey, right? As yeah. long as they give you enough of that, the majority of that society is just gonna be like, "Hey, cool, let's do this." Yeah. So it's like they're happy with that, aren't they? That's yeah. enough. And again, too, it all starts. So um, there's a quote by Vladimir Lenin. Um, are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. Uh, I just had a pop up here, but um, there's a quote by Vladimir Lenin that basically says, um, "You know, uh, the foundation of um, the foundation of the um, or the, the Federal Reserve System or the Federal Banking System is ninety um, percent of the way to communism." I'd say that even more important than that is the teachers and public education, but. <laughs> And yeah, so I just sent you that thing here where the etymology of the word. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, but we are getting late in the night here, and it's getting even later for you. <laughs> Four o'clock now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I spent yeah. two years in bars. That's like middle of my day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, mate, we yeah. could, you know, we could, yeah, tomorrow night, if you're, if you're free tomorrow night, same time. Well, uh, again, yeah, no, like I have no problem, but um, I definitely wanted to, like I said, uh, I know that I told you about that with our friend, and I don't know if it's happening for sure, so I don't want to say who, but um, I get uh, based on some comments I made on Instagram. I tell you now, he is he's a good friend of mine, and not yeah. only that, he is a yeah, he's a wealth of knowledge, mate. You will get on fucking fire with him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely the same personality type too, right? But uh, based on some of the comments I made uh, on his Instagram, it's like, hey, like, you seem to know this. Did you want me to have a chat? And so, um, on yeah, that one, I, I, mate, you will not be disappointed. Yeah. On that yeah. one, um, I, we're going to be talking about the 10 planks of communism. And I advise everyone actually reads that and see how you're actually living in a communist society already. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, when you message me, I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do, let's do 25 points in the national socialism because um, you know all these like it comes down to it is like no one actually um, no one actually reads. They just believe whatever the the media tells you about the, the party, right? 
But if you read like their political ideology, is it's like, man, this is the same shit as the other guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just give it time. Yeah. Fucking bad man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, talk tomorrow. Yeah. Do same and carry on tomorrow. Is that all right with you, mate? Yeah, yeah that's all right. Most definitely. Nice one, mate. Nice one. Um, yeah, yeah. What a <laughs> crazy conversation, mate. Um, yeah, and like I say, what what yeah. people need to realize is that public public education is the enemy is what destroys your children. Um, you know, and people need to realize that. Um, let's let's be honest. The public education, like it's prison. Like you know, it's literally like line up. You know, Bell, go here, you know, it's uh, for the majority of people, it's the only time they'll ever encounter a fight in their life or, you know, a sexual assault or whatever is when they're at school. <laughs> this is what I mean. People don't realize. This uh, fucking shit. This. Yeah. It's, um, well, it's an abusive relationship, right? Uh, you know, if if someone was stealing fifty percent of your money and you're dating them, you know, you probably wouldn't want to be going back to them all that much. But uh, the government takes fifty percent of your income, and you want to give your children to them. Yeah. <laughs> then you've got uh, you, you mentioned the possibility of uh, Biden, uh, Ukraine, and uh, fucking U.S. Uh, being. It's a possibility. Well, how about we talk about that tomorrow and the other shit I told you about uh, Obama the last time? Um, because what people need to realize is that Biden is not working class. His family is bloodlines. Uh, his family owns slaves, just like Kamala Harris. And, and um, yeah, so they yeah. Now he's he's also very highly, highly, highly tied to the, the banking system all the way from the start. So uh, there's definitely the, there's definitely um, no coincidence that. Uh, but again, too, before so we can end this on a good note. Remember, Joe Biden had to run for president four fucking times because he's a useless tool, and they finally got him. They finally got him in when he was like eighty years old. So they're, they're really digging at the bottom of their barrel. Right. Do you know what else, Jonah? Uh, still, yeah, please. Somebody out there must have voted for Biden. Just drop us a message on Instagram. Yeah, I voted. But please don't tell anybody. Honestly, we won't say anything. I just want one person to say, yes, I voted. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Well, you know, they don't even need to vote. So like, um, again, too, I'll give you a hint for tomorrow. Let's do that. Um, now, allegedly in the USA, the voting systems, those machines are offline, right? Well, um, here's a fun fact. Um, Jay Johnson, who is Department of Homeland Security, which is CIA, which I told you on the last hearing. Yeah. Now, he himself, not Obama, but he himself made the voting machines Critical infrastructure. Right before the uh, right before Obama left it, uh, right before Obama left office in the USA, yeah. the Department of Homeland Security made the um, voting machines critical infrastructure. And this was after they got caught uh, trying to hack the um, Georgia uh, machines. 
Now, how did Brian Kemp become uh, governor of um, Georgia? Well, he was the one who cost the, the Department of Homeland Security hacking the um, machines for Donald Trump's first election. But you know, uh, you need to have a memory. Uh, you need to have a memory longer than like five minutes. You just see how obvious all the fucking shit is. Yeah. Yeah. They said Barrison. Yeah, like um. I'm not going to fucking clue about politics. I'm not, I've never said that. I do know, but I'm not going to clue. I'm not interested in it. Yeah. I think they are full of bullshit. Well, um, uh, yeah, the reason people need to be into it is because that's how they enslave us, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they they have taught you through their, their um, puppets, or they have taught you that they have authority to create laws and then imprison you. You know, right from the right from the you know again, education, uh, training of animals. So, oh, fucking yeah. Uh, Anyways, yeah, I'll I'll do something like this. So, like tomorrow, I'll do something on that. Um, which is going to be more fun. Um, yeah, I'll do some of that shit. Dude. That'll be a lot more fun for us. Yeah, nice one, man. Uh, before you go, John, do you want to let everybody know they get older, please, mate? Yeah, um, Instagram. My uh, Instagram is probably the best because um, that's the one I view the most. It's uh, gonna be troublemaker Jonah. Troublemaker is just spelled one word, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. That's all right. Um, yeah. John, I cannot wait till we speak tomorrow. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fun on this one tomorrow. We'll, we'll do like uh, politics here. Um, now I'm I'm uh, I grew up on a U.S. border, so uh, town, so I know a lot more about the U.S. politics because I also lived there Ill- illegally for a while. But hey. nice one, mate. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, listen, mate. Have a nice day. And I yeah, will, you too. Uh, I'll speak to you soon, man. Yeah. Awesome. Right. Bye. Bye, mate. Bye. <laughs> six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole